0: And God made the rocks. Clay, the rotted rock. And he made man out of it. And we're going to all go back to clay. Dust. And to dust to dust. That's just the beginning of my idea of clay. I have. I use a lot of clay to uh, make a pot, and there's a lot of preparation for making clay for a pot. You have to get all the sticks and stones. You need to uh, push it down and wedge it so that you get all the air out, all the impurities. And... There are places that uh, you can just go and purchase clay. That's what these are. These is 25 pounds and it didn't take me 180 hours to get that. <laughs> and a lot of work. And I'm not really exaggerating much. <clears throat> when, you, when you're making a pot on the wheel, it's maybe a third of what it takes to get a pot. Okay, the throwing part is uh, important. Every aspect is important and you can lose the pot anywhere along the way. Uh, it can crack in the bottom, it can blow up in the keel, it can boil and run your shelves that you have in the keel and just melt. Uh, this clay happens to be de-aired, and there may be uh, four pounds here, maybe five, and that's the throwing on the wheel. Just putting it here. I don't think that side can see well, so I'll remove that. Okay. I call this, this is the anointing oil. Okay. Sometimes I call it Butter. It's water. And it'll help my hands slip over the top of this and get this clay that's not uh, quite right in the right place called centered. So God centers us. And God's the potter. Sometimes He uses people to um, do what he wants done for someone else. <clears throat> I appreciate Patty playing in the back. This is called centering. And once you get a piece of clay centered, you open it up because you want it to hold something. And so once I have it uh, where my hands aren't doing this number, I think that it's fairly centered. I want to open it up, and I usually find center and dive down. I don't want to go all the way to the wheelhead, or my pot won't have a bottom. done that (laughs) I've gone too thick too shallow and it'd be too heavy I've gone too thin and cut the bottom out when I remove it from the wheel and opening it up you put it through a lot of stress so (laughs) there's a thing called compression This is a little wooden rib that I might press on the bottom. And it gives kind of a nice flat bottom. This is uh, centered, opened up. And then there's another thing that you do, and that's called pulling. And so there's different ways of pulling, I'm going to do a little pinch called the Hungarian Grip and make it uh, displace the clay upwards, okay? And in in doing that uh, I'm kind of roughing this pot in, you know, so I'm displacing the clay upward only by a little pinch Uh, And it wants to go out to a bowl. So I kind of pinch it in and make it go in a little bit as it goes up. Inside, uh, I want to push out until I see a little bulge here at the bottom. And I'll use the very tip of my longest finger and push out until I see a little bulge. And I want to get under that bulge and come up to it and start moving that clay up that's beginning to uh, get a little bit taller and I'm thinning out some of it. It's a little off-center. I'm going to color it in a little bit. And there's a little bit of unevenness in the top, and that can be adjusted with the little needle. Just stick it in there until it touches your finger and take it off. And kind of level that up. You know. <clears throat> there's a lot more clay down here. And as my skill level increases, I want to get more of that clay up, maybe get this a little taller. And I've got this wheel spinning very fast, you know, for me, because typically it was kicked, either with a treadle, and it's not going as fast as now electric wheels go. So sometimes they'd have an apprentice over here, that would keep the wheel for about seven years to learn how to be a potter. And I, I've been at it around 50 years. Uh, I started in high school in the 60s. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, and now I'm gonna push in some of this clay down at the bottom and see if I can get some of that extra clay, the thickness in the bottom wall, I'm going to try to displace that clay upwards. When I lean like this, I can really hear myself. This is not fast, but it's my my speed, I'm not fast. Patty asked me, I need your help, I said, I'm running. The older people left, (laughs) because they know. (laughs) Okay. This would be a piece of clay that's roughed in, and now it's a cylinder, and I'm ready to alter it. I'm pushing in some, and I don't want to push it in so far that I can't get my hand in there. You know, uh, right, right now I might push it in further or later. And I'm going to uh, use, <coughs> a, this is called a rib. I got, got this one from a friend of mine in Seagrove. Uh, and it helps me to smooth that pot. It's a nice, firm, edge. Some of the folk putters just call them chips, a wooden chip. And there's a hole in a lot of these. You know, I can get my fingers in that one. This one has a hole through there, and they usually hung them up right in front of them so they can choose the chip that they wanted. Uh, we call it a rib because I don't know why, <laughs> you know. And <clears throat> it's just a name. <coughs> and uh, see. I should have a flexible rib here, too. Mm. I don't see that i use this wooden rib and start pushing it out. This, this is very uh, malleable clay. Some clays you push out and they'll crack. Right on the outside, you push it out and it doesn't have enough plasticity to it. Uh, other clays you throw it and it just squats right back down it's way too plastic so you might have to mix two different types of clay and they're not similar to make it uh, do what it, it's designed and you wanting it to do it takes different components it's not just this clay does this it's this clay and something else and uh, I, I don't really usually th- throw uh, too many times going up because you're always adding water and it softens the pot and it has a tendency to collapse when you get too wet. John and I didn't talk about time frame or anything. Uh, There's places in the Bible that says don't even prepare. I mean, don't think about what you're going to do. Just go do it. God's been preparing me for doing this for most of my life, so I'm not going to think about, what am I going to talk to? Patty says, what verses are you going to, no, uh, that's not where I'm at. I'm not here to, I'm more here to just educate you, and hopefully you'll think about some things, because I do, you know. uh, At the elders' meeting, John prayed for me and asked for anointing, and that works. I want to—I can't say how much I really appreciate prayer and anointing because it does work. Not that we're anything, but our God is everything. Okay, and uh, it's just. For me, it's fun to play in the clay, and I, I think about, you know, Christ made clay. He took uh, the sand that was in on the ground and spit on it and made clay and put it in the blind man's eyes and told him, go wash in the pool of Siloam or something. Anyway, God made the clay. Christ took something that God had made and created eyes that could see, you know. uh, I'm not sure what all I'm supposed to say. It doesn't matter. I'm, I'm wanting to tell you everything that, that I'm supposed to and not leave anything out, and I'm not sure what all that is, and I get uh, confused about what I have here and there, and knowing where I put things, and I may not have even brought them. (laughs) I've done that. Uh, Sometimes I will push on the inside and not push on the outside at all and I can flare a pot out I find it therapy you know uh, I call it creative therapy (laughs) you know and uh, of entertaining for me to play with forms and um, that's that's a lot of what i do i'll look at something and i'll push it to the limit until it collapses Uh, i should have stopped about 30 seconds before (laughs) if that happens That becomes a little part. Thank, thank you very much. I don't know what else I'm supposed to share. I know John has some follow-up stuff. I might be way too early. Or I can even throw more. But this, this is... a. I was supposed to share this stuff in my spirit. I know that. I so appreciate my... Wife playing in the background. Okay. Wow. And is there any request? You know? Wait. I, I, there's something I wanted to throw. Uh, and I, I don't need much clay to throw it. There's, I showed you this form and I kept my hand in it. But I was going to show you a bottle form. Because the the wheel doesn't want to make a bottle; it wants to make a bowl. It's spinning out, and that's part of uh, the science of centrifugal force. <laughs> but there's there's things to do. Wow! I'm glad that people are here. Right there. You know. Wow! <clears throat> uh, this this is some clay, and this is what I. supposed to be done. In my pocket, I have a pocket knife. And James was kind enough to bring this back over to me. This, This is a bag of clay, and this comes from Seagrove, North Carolina. which is one of the uh, pottery capitals of North America in our little state. A bottle. That was just a wire and it does a pretty good job of just cutting clay off. Was a dog towel. <laughs> my, my, my uh, <clears throat> Patty and I haven't had a dog in a year or two, or, or more. Nor do we want one. I'm trying to make this square round, and I don't want any bad places on the bottom. So I kind of spank it like you would spank a baby's butt if you wanted it to cry when they first born. You know. That's my drawing. I, I take my foot off the pedal so I can be balanced. If I'm up like this I'm in an awkward position and I don't want to be awkward. I want to be not necessarily loose I want to be controlled. And if I'm in an awkward place I may not be as I'd like to be. <clears throat> have any of y'all seen somebody throw on the wheel before? No? You have? Oh, on
1: YouTube.
0: <laughs> <coughs> I, uh, I kind of uh, appreciate those things and a lot of times my students say, well I saw this on the, I haven't even looked and I don't want to. Patty uh, does inform me when there's things that uh, I should know, (laughs) Uh, especially when it comes to computer stuff. I wanted to throw a bottle. Here, I've centered a piece of clay. I've dove down. I'm opening it up. And <clears throat> I don't want to get it uh, too far out. I'll end up with a little doughnut of clay in my hand if I get it too far out. <laughs> so, just so far out, and I'll start forming it up. Give it a little bit of miracle roll. Oh, slow down. It's nice to have music. Uh, Inside, I'm compressed the bottom. When When I was talking to John earlier, and I'm talking a year ago or more, maybe, you know, I don't have a good recollection, I asked him how much he knew about pottery. Jonathan, his son, had done pottery in high school. I did pottery in high school. We're very fortunate in this place to have a pottery place in school Uh, because that's not uh, necessarily everywhere an availability. Yes, I'm going to... uh, bottle it in and show you a different form that is a little uh challenging for me because I'm fighting the centrifugal force. And uh, I'm gonna pull it up, maybe I can get it another inch taller before I collar it in. And this bottom I thought was a little wide so Push in on that a little bit. <clears throat> Inside if you leave a lot of water in the bottom, if you leave it puddled, it has a tendency to make a mud puddle in the bottom. And the outside dries. Then you get a major crack across the bottom. Not, not, not desirable. Uh, you lose your pot in the time that you made, made that pot. <clears throat> so I'm going to color this in and bring it up into like a uh, spout. And uh, I'm going to try to get it a little bit smaller, too, because I want to show you an effect. Uh, And that's uh, something that happens in seconds. I mean, less than a second, uh, this effect. And it's uh, breathing into the pot, you know, because after God made man, He breathed into it the breath of life. Okay, <clears throat> so, <clears throat> and it it makes a transition, you know, it's life to death, <laughs> death to life. I mean, it's unbelievable in our realm. Okay down here at the bottom. It's a little bit thick. Uh, and a lot of times you just use whatever tool you have. And I'd like to bring this uh, neck of this pot up. Just a little bit higher and a little bit smaller. A lot of potters (coughs) will spend more time on the uh, lip of the pot and making the pot, because it's the presentation, you want it smooth through your mouth and things like this, and you want it to hold the cork well, and if you've collared it in, it does some of this curtain effect, drapery, it kind of rolls up, and it's not what you want to put a cork in, so you have to adjust it. And this is at a point. It's a small enough hole. I can breathe a little bit. I can blow some air into it. And I do want you to watch the form. Can you all see? Good, because I can't. Okay, then I have to straighten up that a little bit. But I wanted to show you that uh, because I thought that that was interesting and I felt like I was supposed to. And uh, maybe I occupied more of your time than I should. Thank you. Can I turn it over to you, John? Thank you. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> well, yes, we can turn this off on mute. Yeah. Wow. Thank you, Patty.
1: Yep. Thank you, Patty. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Man, how many of you were thinking of how God works in your life? As yeah, I was too. As I, you know, we would do the different things, and I was thinking how, you know, God maybe spanks me every now and then, right? You know, with a loving little, yeah, right? You know, and then sometimes He has to like go. Oh, oh,
0: it's a good one, you know? Because He loves us.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, it's all good. It's all good. So, Doug, you just stay right there, buddy, if you want to. That will be, I didn't do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, when he was doing that, it, it, uh, you know, it just it made me think about how each pot
1: is unique and different. You know, yes. And each pot has flaws. Not even, None of those pots are absolutely perfect. Yeah. They're absolutely gorgeous and Yes. Uh, Did you all hear that? Yeah, no. Okay, good. So, some yes, some no. Every pot is unique. And every pot has flaws. They're not perfect. But the Lord chooses to breathe His life in into all of them, and we're we're all beautiful. We're all beautiful. We're all beautiful. We're beautiful. Yes, yes. So my my little wrap up. You, go ahead. Yeah,
0: there's more than just male and female here,
1: and and uh, there's not any.
0: We, I don't serve any twins at the table. When you open up our cabinet for a mug, there's probably uh, thirty, forty mugs up there. There's no, there's no two that are the same, you know, and probably uh, four or five different potters.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, right, right. Yeah, you know,
0: uh, I get a, a, an assignment in the school of everybody makes eight mugs. Well, they've made eight mugs, there's probably a quarter-inch difference. And there may be uh, 96, if I have eight, eight students in the class, there's the 96 mugs I've got to do, and none
1: of them are alike. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe one day we'll have like cameras and we could get behind Doug and go, Shh, you know, look and put it up there. That would be really cool. Anyway, um, <clears throat> not a big deal. But what's in your pot? What's in your pot? What's in your pot? It'll make sense in it. It'll make sense in a minute. <laughs> what an amazing presentation, Doug. That, that really. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I brought some containers of my own. Uh, I didn't, I didn't make these. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't even, make the wooden one. But, like, like, uh, here's, here's a container. Here's a vessel, a container, a pot. And, uh, what's that made out of? Wood. Made out of wood. What, what do you, what's this used for usually? Salad. Salad, Salad. So that's, that's, that's one pot. And, uh, and then we have, uh, I have this. What's that made out of? Plastic. What, what, what do we do with that? Oh, popcorn! Absolutely. You could do a cake mix in here, right? You could do. Uh, you could probably use it for other things, but um, I, I like when Kathy uses it for food. It's nice. Oh, what's this? Stainless steel, and it's made out. Of, you can do a lot of things with that one. But boy, it stays really clean and it's slick and you can make stuff. What do you use this for, babe? Snapping green, beans. Snapping green beans on the porch and visiting. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things that can go on right there. And then, I mean, we have other things, you know, like dirt, tomato plants, paint, paint, paint yeah. But water, yeah. All kinds of things, you know, that's just the old... Old buckets not real pretty, sour company's got like some you know I can see some mortar that I left in there, you know for something, yeah, and then we have other interesting containers we made a, you know, what would you use that for? I don't know anyway that's that's an interesting little container, but they <coughs> They're all vessels, they're all containers, they're all pots of some sort, and they, you know, kind of remind us of us, our uniqueness, and, you know, all that stuff. (laughs) Now, one could use, I'm going to read this, because I, I just, I'm going to. One could use any of these containers, vessels, pots, or for most any other functions in an emergency, And actually, what got this started, I'm going to regress just a little bit. I I, I didn't get the photo in time to Stephanie to put up. But when we were in Alaska, we went into this eatery (coughs) and brewery. But anyway, uh, on the wall were about, I don't know, 40, 40 bedpans on the wall. And there were ceramic bedpans. And there were... Yeah, enamel, ooh, very nice, very nice, very nice. Um, there were all kinds, that were probably all cold when you sat on them, but it got me to thinking about the uniqueness of who we are and what we do and how unique our functions are. But the shape and design has more to do with the function than what the vessel is made of. Right? You could have a stainless steel urinal. You could have a gold urinal. Slop jar. Or something beautiful like that. Man, that is amazing, Doug. The closer you get to it, it's just fabulous. So I think it's safe to say that if the container is wood... Stainless steel, plastic, clay, silver, or gold. That's not what determines its use or its usefulness, its value as it relates to function and identification. We use the wooden bowls for salad. We use the stainless steel bowl for mixing, cakes perhaps, the five-gallon bucket for paint, mortar, car wash, the bed. Kathy would like me to use it more for that. The bed, the bed, sorry, the bedpan, well, and the urinal. But it's not so much what the vessel is made of, but what's inside of it. What it's used for. We humans come in all shapes, sizes, colors, and cultural influence. And although we all sometimes assess others' value, admit it, Usefulness, we prejudge motives or behaviors according to looks, dress, accent, or education. The true identity, the thing that counts, is what's on the inside. It's what flows out that determines true worth and value. And as believers, God has blown into us his spirit. Amen. Born again. And so there's something in there that is of great value. No matter what you look like. No matter what you sound like. You talk like this. Or you talk like this. Or you've colored your skin or it's plain. But what's on the inside? (laughs) What's on the inside? How are these faculties, this earthen tent, this temporary dwelling... Red, yellow, black, and white. And every shade in between. How do we as individuals employ the vessel we've been given? Look at this scripture with me. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 7. New American Standard. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels so that the surpassing greatness of the power of... Will be of God and not from ourselves. Amen? This, this should be reassuring. This should be encouraging and perhaps challenging. 2 Timothy 2 20 and 21 in the message paraphrase. In a well furnished kitchen, there are not only crystal goblets and silver platters, but waste cans and compost buckets. And he didn't talk, he didn't talk about the slop jar or the urinal, but I do. Some containers are used to serve fine meals. Others to take out the garbage or other things. Become, this is our challenge, become the kind of container God can use to present any and every kind of gift to his guests for their blessing. Oh! That's what we're called to. And not only are we called to do that, but we can. We are equipped. We are empowered by the very God of the universe, the God of creation, the God who sent Jesus to die for us, to cleanse us from all sin. Amen? And no matter what you look like, no matter what you're able to do, capable of doing, how you sound, anything else, what your education level is... You are a vessel that is bought with a price. And you are precious to him. And he wants to use you for his purposes. And so what comes out of you makes you a vessel of honor. You, me, because of Jesus. Become the kind of container God can use to present any and every kind of gift to his guests for their blessing. It's since the servanthood there. In Romans 12, 1, today's English version. So then, my brothers, because of God's great mercy to us, I appeal to you, Paul says, offer yourselves as a living sacrifice. To God. Dedicated to his service. And pleasing him. This is the true worship. That you should offer. Is that not beautiful? So what happens when we dedicate our vessels. Our bodies to Jesus. Our Savior and Lord. They become vessels of honor. Right now. No matter what they're made of. Or how they're shaped. We serve him by spending time with him. And serving each other. Jesus said, love one another as I have loved you. And we love him because he first loved us. And transformed us into vessels of honor. Honoring him. Honoring each other. Can you imagine living with that understanding every day, day in and out, when you're challenged, when you're tempted, when you're told by the devil that you're not worth anything, that you're a vessel of dishonor. And Jesus is saying by his Holy Spirit and hopefully to each other that you are vessels of honor because you're his. Your name is written on his hand. His laws are written on your heart. Are transformed. Transformed. Can you imagine living with that understanding? That rea- that that reality. That reality. Not just a pie in the sky. Not just a uh, an empty hope. An unrealistic vision of some some. You know, like, I shouldn't say this, but, you know, have you ever watched the Miss America pageant and, and they do the interviews? And, you know, what would you do if you could change anything? I wish we had world peace. Jesus I... says that's not happening. But, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But that's an unrealistic, you know, but there is a realistic thing that in our relationships... We can have peace with one another because the Holy Spirit lives in each of us. And we are told to preserve the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace, which already exists because He's blown His breath in us. Amen? Amen? Okay, I got a little off there. So can you imagine living every day, every day, believing that these things are true about you? About me. Honoring him, honoring each other. Every day. We would be a community of vessels. We would be a community of vessels of people making a difference. Making a difference in our world by the transforming power of the risen Christ, Jesus. Will you pray with me? Father, we are grateful that you take the time with us. That you sit before the wheel and you put us on it. And you center us. And you open us up to your Holy Spirit. And you fill us with your presence. You give us forgiveness. You make something beautiful out of each of us. And we become vessels of honor because you dwell in us. And so, Father, we thank you that you would take the time with millions and millions and billions of souls to save, to transport from death to life. To forgive sins, to create for your own pleasure and glory and honor. Vessels of honor who name your name and shout it from the rooftops. Lights set on a lampstand. Salt permeating this world and making a difference through the transforming power of Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father, continue to walk with us and encourage us and let us know every day that we are yours and that you love us and that you have a call for us to go and make disciples. And we thank you that we are able to do that and joy in your presence. Through Christ our Lord. Amen Amen. and amen. Woo! Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Doug. Don't forget the men's retreat, the ladies thing. (coughs) And don't forget, love love one another. Share the love. God bless you. If you need prayer, would like prayer. Uh, would like to talk more about it. Would like to talk to Doug. Doug will talk with you. There will be people over there on, at the prayer wall to pray with you. God bless you.